Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to another Sanity Check. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. All right. All right. All right. And we're here to help you be sane and keep your sanity in check. Just like Camille, when she got stuff playing in the background, but it's all right. It's all right. But good morning, everybody. Let us know that y'all are here. Let us know that you're here. Love it. Love it. Love it. Say, hey, good morning. Good morning. So what's going on with you, Camille? How's everything? Everything is good. Um, It is the, you know, I'm having a great day. I'll just say that a great morning. Uh, Mm -hmm. Pain is subsiding. I still have to take it slow and make sure that I don't jerk nothing around. But um, I'm blessed to be here in one piece and with a genuine smile on my face. So I'm good. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Well, good morning. Hey, hey, now. Hey, and listen, happy Independence Day to Ghana. What? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. But good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. So we're talking about what's in your cup, ladies and gentlemen. What's in your cup? See, normally we talk about the, a lot of the uh, social things. We talk about the physical aspects and we talk about the mental aspects a lot. Right. But we really don't talk too much about the uh, spiritual aspect because for some people, it's a little bit extra, like, ah, you know, this is what I think, this is what I feel, so that's all, and I want to talk about it. However, it is necessary to have a level of spiritual resilience. And also, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you have a pencil and paper handy because towards the end of the show, we're going to dive back into your mental health credit score okay we're going to check and see what, what, where y'all at all right some of y'all might be underwater you dig but anyway what you think about that um about that uh about that spiritual resilience camille spiritual resilience is so important i mean we are spiritual beings mm-hmm. there's no way around it you know mm-hmm. and a lot of people confuse spirituality with religion and yes. they are not one in the same. However, if you're a religious person, spirituality is part of your can be part of your religious practice. Mm-hmm. If you're not a religious person, then spirituality takes on a whole different meaning for you. And that's the, you know, what is the meaning of life? You yes. know, my purpose in this life, uh, what does this life mean to me? Mm-hmm. So um, it's one of those things that it is one of the biggest makeups of who we are. And so we have to practice spiritual resiliency. Um, You can't get around it at all because if your spirit man isn't together, then we experience some of those mental, you know, issues that we have, the mental depressions and the, the exhaustions and the anxiety and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um, because we're connected. Mm-hmm. They're not separate things, even though we talk about them separately, mm-hmm. they're all connected. Yes. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. So ladies and gentlemen, family, I'm going to touch on something real quick. Not too much to, 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 to throw you off your square, but just something to think about. You ready? This is your cup. You know what? I was up so early today. I I already had my coffee. So let's say this is your cup. Okay. This is you. This is your cup. 
over here is everything you need spiritually. Okay. Everything you need spiritually. So understand this family. There's nothing outside of this cup. Watch this. There's nothing outside of this cup that's going to make anything outside or in this cup better. Okay. That's your choice. You have to grab whatever this is and do what? Put it in. You know what? I don't know if y'all can dig that. I don't know if y'all can dig that, but I'm going to leave that right there, okay? Because uh, I might make some folks upset. Because, see, there's individuals out there that feel as though it's other things outside of them that's going to enable them to get what they want. No. No, see, and that's why you have some spiritual low juju in your resilience. What do you think about that, Camille? When you said that, it reminded me of the Folgers commercial. You know, the best thing about waking up is Folgers in your cup, Mm -hmm. but you still got to put that Folgers in your cup. You (laughs) You know what I mean? It just doesn't appear by itself. When you wake up, you're like, ah, my Folgers. That's right. Somebody is doing something, but you still have to ingest that uh, coffee, you know, and that's a you thing. Yes. Um, So it is, you know, there's so many things around us, Mm -hmm. but it's our responsibility to find what we need that's going to make us healthier, more resilient people, take those tools, skills, things, materials, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and utilize them um, in a way that we become more resilient and refreshed in our lives. What you said, what you said. You know what? (laughs) And, And that's another thing too, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know... And, and tell me what you think about this, Camille. Anybody else, y'all chime in on this because uh, we're we going to hit you with it. This morning, okay? I really do believe we are born with something in our cup already. It's been gifted. You understand? But watch this. What you do with that is up to you. Now, watch this here. It can go good. Or it can go totally out of line. It's what you decide to do with what you've been given. Now, the same energy is positive and negative. Your intentions feed that spiritually inside of you. You understand? Your intentions. It's nothing outside of you that made you do it or, you know, such and such is a lie. I ain't going to do what? Really? Right. Now, what you think about that, Camille? I mean, I, I do. I believe that everybody here is born with a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, we are. And, and whatever that purpose is, it's up to us to find what that is, find the meaning of our lives. Um, and once we do that, we have to understand that whatever's in that cup, we are fully resourced to carry out whatever purpose it is that we have in our lives. Mm -hmm. But we have to be intentional, you know, not just our intentions or our, you know, whatever, but we have to be intentional about cultivating that. Mm -hmm. That is our responsibility as well. People can see things in us and say, oh, you would be good. But saying that to you means nothing if you don't work it. Yeah, you know, and so um, yes, it is your intentions. Law of polarity. If mm-hmm. there's good, there has to be bad. You yes. know, it's the law of opposites. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's what you intend to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you use it for your good or you just sit on it and look at it and make every excuse of why you shouldn't, um, that is totally up to you. 
Totally. So intention, yes. Intentions are everything. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens without an intention. It starts in your mind. It starts as a thought, as an idea, as a I need to do. And then they say the biggest gap is between knowing and doing, mm-hmm. you know, between knowing and doing. And um, your intention with that idea, that thought makes all the di- the difference. And then the action. Of course. Absolutely. But, makes all the difference so absolutely no no you're right so look ladies and gentlemen i see y'all tuning in good morning good morning good morning we're talking about what's in your cup spiritually okay we're talking about what's in your cup not what's at the altar you understand what i'm saying it's two different things because you have to wake up to decide what to put into your cup so we're going to talk about a few things to uh help you out spiritually and your resilience okay so one of those things are well is depth okay what does that mean in this context it's it's recognizing that there's more to life than meets the eye okay in people and situations right there's always things going on uh, below the surface intuitively we know this is true so when you think about it there's so many things that is going on that we don't want to connect with but it's there to teach us something and for us to teach other people. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? Hopefully, hopefully y'all can dig this this morning because we sometimes avoid what we know as far as that discernment. You understand? You know what? Hey, check this out. This, this might sound a little corny, but that's okay. I'm, I'm the king of corn. So look, I, I was talking to an individual. Uh, it was last year, I believe. And there was a beep going on. I talked about this before. Had a beep, a little beep in the background. Beep, beep. And I'm like, you know what? I know what that is. That's the smoke detector. So I say, hey. And look, they talking like there ain't nothing going on. I say, hey, do you hear this smoke detector going on in your background? She's like, no, I don't, I don't know what, what, what. Wait. Oh, I do hear it. I said, okay. So how long have this been, you know, beeping? She said, you know what? I don't even know. I don't even hear it no more. See, that's the key. There's things going on in our life and things going on with our bodies. We're not in tune. So what happened is we numb the sound. We almost mute it. But those signs and those signals are trying to help us to elevate. You see what I'm saying? But since we don't want to move our attention to it, we avoid it and it just leaves. And then it becomes whatever that issue is, it becomes our daily norm what you think about that i think that's true and i'm gonna go back to what chrissy said she said experiences can alter what's in that cup mm-hmm. hold step fast to that mm-hmm. in relation to what you're saying mm-hmm. um it's not that it changes you know just like a cup of coffee the coffee is the same no matter how much cream you put in it mm-hmm. some people like say they like cream flavored coffee some people like say they like coffee flavored coffee or whatever the base is the same mm-hmm. it's still coffee you know, it may change the taste, the flavor and things like that alter the, you know, the, the, I guess the, the taste of it, but ultimately it still serves us the same purpose. Mm-hmm. That caffeine gives you that jolt of energy, you know, all of that type of stuff. So going to the, to the smoke detector, you know, the smoke detector is still doing its job. It's still a smoke detector whether you filter out the noise, whether you do whatever, it's still there as a reminder that, hey, 
hey, I'm here and I need your attention. Mm -hmm. You know, we have so many things that are going on that kind of, you know, the the important stuff kind of gets drowned out by all of the noise. Um, But we do have to take time to pay attention. Mm -hmm. Pay attention or we're going to miss it. Oh, yeah. We're going to miss it. And then when we need it most, it won't be there. It'll be there. But our intention, we have ignored it for so long that that thing is going off beep, 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 beep. A fire happens. And guess what? There's no notification because you've come so accustomed to that beeping sound. You haven't changed the battery so it can no longer serve the purpose that it was meant to serve. That's right. And so we miss that a lot. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to, as I was speaking to that, but yes, there's so much more than meets the eye, but we have to tap into it. Like Ardrina said, you know, the iceberg um, thing, you know, the tip is only this, but it's so much that's going on underneath that we have to pay attention to um, that helps us to draw out, to to uh, reach down into, like you said, the depth. Mm-hmm. You know, my experience, the stuff that I say is not just, uh, you know, based off of two months or however we've been long doing this or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is years of experience, years mm-hmm. of experience that Seth and I have um, in doing this, in teaching, in learning, teaching and learning, um, you know, to be able to deliver the information that we have every day. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely right, Seth. Mm-hmm. Um Absolutely right. But I just wanted to touch on that in, in, in relation to the two things, you know, don't miss it. Don't miss it because you're not paying attention because you haven't changed the batteries because you haven't recharged. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that thing cannot serve the purpose that it's intended to. That's right. And then you can't blame the thing. Mm-mm. No, you, no can't, you, know. you can't blame the thing. And then, you know, even the thing is, is that even with the smoke detector, that's one thing that one. It, 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 it detects. Right. But it also it all depends on what kind you have. That's right. CO2. So that is the silent killer. You understand? Yes. So that's just some things to think about ladies and gentlemen we're talking about what's in your cup and how you can raise your spiritual resilience and so now we're going to talk about being intentional a little bit of what uh, Camille touched on but we're going to dive a little deeper into that so being intentional is doing something deliberately and consistently with the purpose to make something more meaningful Right. In other words, approaching a situation with a positive attitude. Listen. Oh, my goodness. It's so much things that's going on. That's so out of line. You are the the the, the captain of your ship. You understand? You, 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 you control that. But you own the meaning behind it. So be intentional about what you want out of it. And watch this. If you're not getting what you think you want out of it, dip. You understand? Because what, what that means is there's times when you can give all your all and the results will not be what you're looking for. Hey, stop it. You dig? See, that's why you're on the sanity check, right? Because you might be doing something insane. You see? Stop what you're doing and put your stuff or your energy, your love, right? Your water into something that is beneficial and fruitful and fertile, right? That's waiting for your authenticity. You get what I mean? Touch on that, Camille. All right. I I totally agree. 
I totally agree. Sometimes we waste so much time and energy doing things that we think that other people think that we should be doing and it's not serving us at all. It's not in line with our values, our morals, our purpose, our goals in life. And we're chasing this thing or somebody else's dream and we need to stop that. All right, just stop it. On the flip side, if it's something that you are passionate about, your goal, and I learned this today. I didn't learn this today. I was reminded of it today. Oftentimes we give up too soon. And we say, okay, we set out to do this goal or whatever, and we have, say, a timeline. That timeline passes, and we don't make it, and we go, oh, man, I failed. No, you didn't fail. You just got the timeline wrong. Mm -hmm. You keep pursuing whatever it is you're passionate about. You become relentless in your desire, relentless in your drive to do that thing that you know that you're purposed to do. Mm -hmm. You may have to adjust the timeline, but don't adjust the goal. Mm -hmm. Again, your intentions. And you have to be very aware of whether it's your intent or someone else's. Because when we start chasing other people's dreams or their desire for us, that's when we start wasting our time, running around and trying to figure out why this thing never happens, never comes to fruition, never whatever. Because that dream wasn't meant for you. That was for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Use that same amount of energy, that burning desire, that relentless pursuit of your own dream. It's yours. It was given to you. That is your purpose, your meaning in this life. And I believe it'll be very, very hard to be fulfilled if you don't find your own purpose and you keep chasing after other people. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And you know what? And that's what I talk about a little bit in the book, right? So we talk about uh, POP. The acronym POP is you finding your passion, seeing opportunities, and then ultimately seeing your purpose, right? Living your purpose. However, when you mix those letters around, you don't get P-O-P. You get O-P-P, okay? Get out of other people's passion and other people's purpose you dig and other people's <laughs> privates you see what i'm saying so you stop st stay within yourself understand what your passion is and you will start to see opportunities for you not your mama watch it uh not that friend that you used to have uh two more times you see what i'm saying you're going to see what's for you and then yeah. you will understand your purpose you see what i'm saying get out Absolutely. of other folks pockets Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I just, I just want to say this is a side note too, but as we're in sanity check, you know, this is a good stuff for your children. The things that we're learning as adults, we can start implementing in our children so much younger, you know, and it's that we have dreams and goals, but I think as parents too, our job is to guide our children into their purpose, not our desires for them. So we have to find what they're good at, cultivate, use these skills on them early so that they're not as lost as we are in our 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, still trying to figure out what we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So all of this stuff that we're, we're learning and that we're teaching, um, you know, I think it's important that we cultivate that in our children as well yes. um, so that they have they know that they're supported when people feel more supported and encouraged they're more likely to to uh live out their purpose and their passions and they're more likely 
to live a meaningful and more fulfilling life. Yeah, they're, they're able to thrive. Mm-hmm. Yep, and my goal for my children is to be happy. They are not built like me. <laughs> they were not built for the same purposes I am. Right. And so I'm taking that time to really kind of figure out what it is that they like and what they don't like and what they're good at and passionate and finding uh, things that are good for them um, even when they don't think they are, yeah. you know what I mean? But just saying, hey, just try it anyway. So you don't feel as, I guess that you um, you get over that kind of hump a little bit sooner. Mm-hmm. It's, my, it's my hope in my mind. Oh, no, no, no. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely yeah. right. And we have to, and, and, and you said something too that I want to touch on and that leads into our next um, uh, category. But we need to understand who our children are and even ourselves, understand who you are and make sure you are in the right company, okay? Yes. So listen, the next part, ladies and gentlemen, is your community. And your community is finding support and fulfillment. Listen, uh, fulfillment, it's not just going because you feel guilty about going. Don't go because you won't like it anyway. So how about you go where people can dig you right on so so the uh is finding is community is finding the support and fulfillment in belonging with family and friends and being part of a group and making connections with others and listen sometimes it ain't your family right you got some cuckoos in your family you see you got some folks you can only dig around Christmas. And that's it. You understand? You're not going to rob the rest of my 364 days, you dig? But we have to make sure we know where we need to go to get that lift and be okay with it. You have to be okay with it. And and then back to your children. If you see that they move a different way, it's better for them to move with people that move like them instead of trying. Watch this. Now I'm about to hit somebody. Stop trying to push a square peg in a circle, a round hole, you dig? Because what you're doing is you're forcing people, even yourself, to be something that you're not naturally to be or meant to be. You understand? What you think Mm -hmm. about that? I mean, that's that's true. Mm -hmm. And we're spiritual beings. We're also social beings. Yes. And tightening your spiritual connections or uh, your spiritual resilience means strengthening those connections with people in your communities. Mm -hmm. And in terms of the kids, absolutely. And if you see a lot of struggle and strife in families, um, it's usually because the kid feels like they can never live up to the parent's expectation or the parent was trying to make them be something that they don't want to be. Or there's this, you know, struggle. I'm not saying usually. Sometimes, or sometimes. or they want you to do something that the parents couldn't do because they had because they was not need. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. You couldn't exactly. do it. <laughs> couldn't do it, and so they're putting this extra pressure on these kids. You know, it's a fine line. You want them to be excellent, but yes. you also want them to be kids. Don't lose sight of that. That they are kids, and some of our kids are very intelligent, and their vocabulary is so advanced, and we like treat them like they're little adults, but they're not. And you have to keep that in mind. And they're still learning the world and they're still trying all of these things. Um, And so I like to surround myself with a lot of people that do different things. Mm -hmm. You know, my friends are so gifted in different areas. We have the same like like mindedness, but everybody's comfortable in their lane. Yes. Being who they are. And it's like, you know, very inspiring to see this group of people growing together, but still maintaining their individuality. Feels good, don't it? 
Yes. And mm-hmm. then I have friends, like I have one kid that's real creative and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I can say, hey, I have a kid that does this and they share it with her. And some people say, hey, I want you to create this and I'll buy this from you or whatever the case may be. You know, my other daughter, she was in sports and stuff. And I have friends who were, you know, just as, as um, passionate about sports and stuff that encouraged her that were able to reach her in, in ways that I wasn't even though I love sports. But you know what I'm saying? I'm still mom. But um, allowing my my community and my social circle to also and knowing them, you know, you want the positive influences, mm-hmm. <laughs> but trusting them that they can also impart things into my children that I can't, you and know, because absolutely. I'm not that well-rounded. Mm-hmm. I have a purpose. I have certain skills and things like that. They have other things. And it gives my kids a, a broader view of what they could be, where they could go, you know? And so I had to let go of my idea of who I thought they should be and learn that they are unique and special. And you know, you're absolutely right. And, and I'm glad you said that because I wanted to touch on that too. Ladies and gentlemen and family, you may have your, your children may look just like you. You understand? Just like you. Like my son, he looks like me a little bit, but my daughter, oh my God. Right? That, that, right. That, that, hey, that's it. And, and you know what? I'm glad about it. You feel me? But see, family, what we have to realize is that even though they look like us, they are not many me's. They're not many you's. Okay? They're still individuals, just like you are. And when you differentiate yourself between what people put on you expectations based off of your family or based off of what people think you should do your spiritual resilience can grow what i mean by that is this when you have someone else's expectations on you that's a limiter family you understand that's a limiter because you see their limits for you but in deep inside you're like ah i'm not really feeling that but because this is someone that you love and because you've been hearing oh i look like them or boo 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 you don't want to disappoint individuals right and so you kind of shy away from your true self you understand? So it's good. Hey, if you're a weirdo, celebrate your weird your weirdo isms. I'm a cornball, right? And I love it. I don't care what nobody say. You feel me? But I you're right, and you're quirky. So, but the thing is, is we have to be able to move in the communities that we feel the 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 the, the best. And you don't want individuals around you that make you feel guilty for being unique. You understand? That is something you do not want to do. When you get that sign or when you feel like you have to change anything that's in your cup, hey, anything that's in your cup, just so so someone else can take a sip, don't do it. That's the problem. It is. And that's what we talked about before. You know, we're talking about spiritual resilience. Mm-hmm. And when your inner man is in conflict with what you're doing and what you know you're supposed to be doing or what you're doing and what you're passionate about or what you're doing and what you're dreaming about, um, you know, it, it creates a limiter. It creates a lid on your potential. It creates a certain level that you'll never surpass. One thing is, you know, with people with visions, you know, they get the right people in, in, in line. But when you're operating outside of, you know, what you're really good at, you're limited really to the views of the person who gave you that. That's right. You know, and it's hard to really excel past that because that is not your 
vision. It's hard to see that. You know, when, when God gives me something and it's in line with what I'm doing, my purpose, my passion, I dream so big. I like, I'm like, oh God, what is the next thing? And then things come to me and I have all of these different, you know, whatever. And I'm like moving people are like, what are you doing? You need to sit down. And I'm like, boop. <laughs> wasn't given to you. It was given to me. Mm-hmm. Let me do my thing. You know, don't believe me. Just watch. Stand mm-hmm. side. You know That's what I'm right. saying? If you can't get on board, then get off. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the limit is is really that lid is gone. That's right. You know what I mean? Because he keeps it. Like you said, you know, you're operating in your purpose or whatever there's that or, you know, your passions, opportunities just keep coming for you to grow and for you to excel and for you to keep moving. And what that does to the spiritual person is you find meaning in life. And when you find meaning in life, you're just a much happier Mm -hmm. person. You're more driven. You're more focused. You, you, squash your goals like nothing else Mm -hmm. you know you have this thing that says ah this is what i'm supposed to be doing absolutely and you do it with the highest level of excellence Mm -hmm. because this is what you're made for right right. seems so easy so flawless it doesn't feel like work and so building that spiritual resilience really is finding your niche and in in helping your kids do the same Mm -hmm. and not letting put people put limits and lids on you Mm -hmm. because you're operating in their vision instead of your own. Absolutely. Now we all have to be a part of a team. Don't get me wrong. And there are things that we have to collaborate on and somebody may have a big vision, but your part of that vision should be in line with your morals and in line with your values in line with what it is that you're good at so that you can excel to the, you know, highest possible extent in whatever capacity that you're, you're, um, you know, tasked to to work in. Absolutely. have that luxury or you find those things in that job that make it work it better Mm -hmm. in line with what you believe and how you feel and all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. um that builds spiritual resilience when you feel like you're in line with Mm -hmm. what it is that you were created to do that's true that's true hey well listen ladies and gentlemen we're getting ready to take a pause for the cause right now but please 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 if you haven't done so already make sure you share this share 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 and if you're watching this from youtube make sure you subscribe and all that like comment because it's awesome good stuff okay but we're going to be right back don't go nowhere don't go nowhere we're going to dive back into what's in your cup all right right on Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, is a minority, female-owned, nonprofit management consulting agency located in Humble, Texas, north of Houston. The owner, Jackie Dozier, has over 36 years of nonprofit and for-profit business management experience. She can take your idea from thought to manifestation while offering a myriad of services to help you successfully manage your business along the way. Her services include state filing anywhere in the United States, getting your employee identification number and 501c3 tax determination, providing cooperative and service agreements and mandatory documents, one-on-one grant writing training and consultation, board and staff development, and more. Ms. Dozier's clients include the U.S. Departments of Health and Human Services, the Administration of Children and Youth, U.S. and Caddo Parish, Louisiana Departments of Education, and the list goes on. References are available. Check her out on our Facebook page, Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, 
and contact her by email at integrityconsultingpsllc at gmail.com. Rates are competitive. Say you heard about her on Sanity Check for a 5% discount. ICPS, providing all of your small business and grant writing needs with integrity and professionalism. What's going on, everybody? This is Seth with the Lion's Den. Are you or someone you know looking for a tool to help them be more accountable? Check out the Black Collar Mindset, the art of strategic thinking. It's a manual to help maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable every step of the way. Go to theblackcollarmindset.com to grab your copy today. Again, the website is theblackcollarmindset.com. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. Let's get it together. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Sanity Check. And we're talking about what's in your cup. What you think so far, Camille? I mean, I think it's a good discussion. I mean, you know, it's stuff that we don't put it in terms like this before, but it's very, very important that people know what's in their cup and uh, they know how to, to utilize the things around them uh, to fill up their cup mm-hmm. um, for a better life outcome. So absolutely. Yes. I, I think that it's a good conversation. Y'all let me know, you know, am I out here by myself or, you know, are you guys feeling this conversation, getting something out of it? Put it in the comment section. Let us know we on the right track. Absolutely. Absolutely. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, I know that this isn't the, I don't, I don't know if to say that this is the norm, but we're touching on things that it really requires you to dig deeper about you and your intentions and how to be more spiritually, spiritually um, resilient and connected with yourself. You understand? And how to put certain things in your cup, because, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what you put in it, when you pour it, it's still going to be there. You understand what I'm saying? So that means you're going to splash it all on everybody else. So you want to be careful what you put up in there. Right on. So Uh the next thing we're going to talk about, family, is the the whole worshiping piece. So keep this in mind. This is this is what it is. So when you're when you're worshiping, it can be in a traditional sense, uh, such as going on a place of worship, going to a place of worship or on a particular day or week or non-traditional ways, such as being outdoors, having a sense of wonder and all, you know, at the beauty of uh, uh, of nature and, and just people. You get what I mean? So, ladies and gentlemen, do not convolute what we're trying to say or feel as though oh we're talking about going to you know going to the altar and clicking over because jesus on the main line no that's not what we're talking about you understand but if that fits you then right on you dig but what we want to do is make sure you are doing what you need to do for you Okay, not for everyone else. How do you feel about you when you wake up in the morning? And what do you need to do to incorporate whatever that is to bring your levels up? Yes. 
Yes. And let me, let me just, uh, you know, caveat that too, that spiritual resilience really is um, the ability to maintain a positive spirit, even in the face of adversity. All right. So it's not just, you know, a religious thing, but it's just maintaining a positive spirit, no matter what you're going through. If you seek, you know, your, your uh, strength through a higher power, you know, whether that's God or whatever, then if that works for you, then do that. Uh, for those non-religious people, it's just, you know, finding strength in difficult situations, whether you do meditation or you exercise or, you know, you get out there and, you know, get some, some warmth from the sun gods, whatever it is that you want to say, but you draw from your particular values, your beliefs, your morals, uh, your principles that will strengthen you and help you grow through the adversity that you're facing while maintaining a positive spirit despite anything that else is going on. So I just want to tell, you know, kind of um, uh, put that into a little bit of perspective when we're talking about uh, spiritual resilience, um, including and being separate from religious practices. So, you know, the whole premise here of the spiritual, like I said, uh, resilience is maintaining that positive spirit, you know, despite any adversity that you may face. Now we're going to feel it. Okay, we always say that this is not one of those things that people use resilience and they're like, oh, I don't feel anything. I'm immune to life's. No, we're not immune, (laughs) you know, but these are skills to help us get through it and to recover much quicker than we would. So whatever you draw on, um, be it meditation or, you know, gratitude, we'll talk about a few little things here. um, Then that is building your spiritual resilience absolutely absolutely and ladies and gentlemen too family remember this like she said you you, you're going to feel it listen i don't think you understand under (laughs) under all this this beauty here seth then got his ass kicked a few times uh, with life you understand but it's but it's a reason that i'm here to continue to smile right on and it's not about it's not all about you. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. It's not all about you. When you're going through life, you got individuals that's watching you to see how you're going to act. Then you have those other ones that's watching you to see how they should act. You get what I'm saying? A to C, because you got people that, that's waiting for you to fall. Know that. Know that to be true, but you also have individuals that's rooting for you, but they're learning. They're like, oh, man, I don't even know. Like, I'm going through this, too. Right. I don't even know how to deal with that. But it's that spiritual connectivity within yourself that's helping you persevere. Ladies and gentlemen, look, you can call it whatever you want to call it. You understand? Dig that. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but understand that it's bigger than who you think you are, if that makes sense, right? So you have individuals that are truly depending on you. Believe it or not, you have individuals. It's a picture. Y'all remember that meme? It's this uh, two lions, right? It's a big lion and it's a cub, right? It's a cub. And the lion saying or the meme says, I was, I was almost getting ready to quit until I saw who was watching me. You understand? So you have to be able to know and to remember, yo, I got somebody watching me. Good, bad, or ugly, or funny looking. They still watching me, but I know that individuals that love me, individuals that poured into 
my cup, they may not be around anymore, but they still poured something in my cup that I'm able to use, ladies and gentlemen. Do you get what I'm trying to tell you? Absolutely. Individuals may have poured into your cup years ago, and now you just underdigging what it is. You understand? Now yes. you can move forward and utilize what was in your cup to help other individuals. Hopefully, hopefully y'all dig what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah, it's like my dad. You know, I, I wrote a post last night. I said it's it's called my late night thoughts. I just hid it to me, mm -hmm. but I'm just gonna share this with you guys really quickly. It's not a poem or anything, but I said the last 18 months have been crazy for me. I returned from a deployment, had an extremely difficult transition home, had three major surgeries, countless small procedures, experienced severe uh, illness, had mental health exhaustion, helped my child through a mental health crisis, lost two fathers, transitioned out of the only career I've ever known, started podcasting and more, and now I'm beginning my new career as an entrepreneur, a resilient leader, trainer, and coach, what a whirlwind. And I just basically said I couldn't do it without the help of my friends and family. And I took some time to say, okay, you know, and that include my father. My father's both of them instilled like crazy amounts of knowledge and inspiration and encouragement in me that helped me get through a lot of those um, transitional periods, you know? And then even with my, my father and his passing and, and however it happened, um, you know, I have moments where I'm like, oh, you know, but through it all, I'm like, I'm so grateful that I had the father that I did. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that I had him the 43 years that I lived on this earth. Mm -hmm. You know, things might not have been, you know, like textbook in terms of father, daughters or whatever, but I'm grateful for the, the reconciliation, for the love that we had, that I was able to have those conversations, um, say everything I needed to say to my father, to, to have the hard conversations, to see how good, you know, how much alike we are and how different we are and all that kind of stuff. And I'm so grateful for the time that I had. And I'm so grateful that God chose him to be my father, mm -hmm. you know, or chose me to be his daughter, however you want to look at it, you know? And um, so as I'm going through these transitions, you know, I realized that, that people are watching. And it's also an accountability tool because, you know, you got to practice what you preach or else people are going to think you're a fraud. You know, I am who I am. And I, it's not without, you know, feelings or emotions or hurt or pain or adversity. However, those ideals and those values and those morals that they instilled in me make me who I am. And help me, you know, we always in my family was just Stevenson Strong, you know, and we are Stevenson Strong. And we go through and we, we talk to each other and we, we fuss it. And then it's like at the end of the day, you know, what does it matter? How does that help us right now? Okay, it was good to talk about that. What's the next step? You know what I mean? Um, and that's how you get it. And you have those circle of people around you that are are, are built like that, that are, are strengthened. You know, our kids are watching us. You know, my daughter, I remember her saying, well, mom, when I was talking about uh, going through a divorce, I think I told you guys, but she said, um, mom, what happened? I said, girl, I'm not going to tell you all that stuff. You know what I mean? She said, well, how am I going to know how to uh, get through relationships if you don't tell me? And I was like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what you're right so i gave her the kitty version that doesn't allow her to you know have to choose parents or anything like that but i gave her the truth as well and this is how we navigate and this is how we can overcome those bad relationships and still maintain friendships you know because she's watching and she's learning and you'll see her she'll be 
wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, you know, all up in it. And she's like, what? I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I'm trying to figure out how to handle this, you know? And then I see her doing that and replicate some of those principles and things that I've taught her with her friend groups. Mm -hmm. And so, um, again, it's not that we don't feel or whatever, but people are watching. People are watching how you respond, you know, trying to figure out if you want to do what you say you do. And then other people are watching to figure out how you respond to help them to learn how to respond and go through those situations. Absolutely. So I think that, um, you know, again, it's taking the positives out of those things instead of getting hung up on uh, what you don't have. Mm -hmm. You really focus on what you do have. What did I gain from that? What Mm -hmm. did I learn? You know, how did that enrich my life? And that will turn that situation all the way around for you. You know what I mean? All the way around for you. And it helps you Mm -hmm. to grow through because I'm not as sad. Mm -hmm. I had him for 43 years and it was a good 43 years. No, no, Um, You know, and he taught me so much in that time. And I realized that my, you know, there are people who never had that opportunity. And for that, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for what I, what I had. So, yeah. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, and, you know, we have to be able to, to see, the positiveness in every situation, but it takes that resilience, that spiritual resilience to understand that it's more than meets the eye, right? Because what happens is, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, our kids, even ourselves, if we don't know how to cope, that's the key word. If we don't know how to cope, two things are going to happen. Watch this. Me, if I don't know how to cope, I'm going to use different things to help subside the feeling instead of going through it. Now, after that, since I am trying to avoid the pain and I have a daughter and a son, I want to do everything I can to prevent them from experiencing it. You did. So now not only am I not able to cope, I am contributing to them finding alternative ways of dealing with life. Because listen, life is going to slap you. You can't run away from it. And guess what? You keep trying, you go die from it anyway. So what are you doing? So what we need to do, and it may sound weird, but take it to the chin. You understand? Take it to the chin. However, be armed. Yes. If that makes sense, right? Be armed with things. Be armed with, okay, look, I'd have been through this before. It was something like this before. So let me take what happened in 95 and a little bit of what happened last year. And then mm-hmm. what I plan on doing today, let me put this together to make a um, a Voltron. Those of y'all that's old enough to understand. Look, or, you know what? We got some other millennials. So we could do uh, Power Rangers, right? So we got this part over here, this part over here, and this here. Now I can battle. You understand? But if you don't build that resilience, it's not going to work out right. And then, like we said, your children are watching you like, oh, wow, they don't have that. I must not have it either. They don't know how to get around that. Let me find out how I can get around it instead of dealing with life. Absolutely. My daughter made another comment. She's so funny, y'all. She always, she minds my business. You know, you remember that me, you know, if you minding my business and I'm minding my business, who minding your business? Right. But she always minding mine. Okay? Mm-hmm. But um, we were talking about some, you know, going through adversity and this stuff with my father. And uh, she was like, mama, I seen you. She was like, I heard you in your room so many times crying all the time. And I said, yeah. I said, but what do I do when I get up? She was like, well, you get up and 
get back to work and you know you do this and you take care of us and you do I said exactly See? you have to have your moment I just mm-hmm. chose mine in private I said but your nosy butt was probably outside my door <laughs> you know while I was having my moments and I said but it's okay you have to feel it I said but I didn't want y'all to take on that you know feeling or re- feeling like you were responsible for that mm-hmm. I said and then every day what do we do we talked about it I talked about it and then we figured out what was next That's you know right. and she was like true yeah true and that's what you got and to say, do yeah and mm-hmm. i told her i said you know you're not immune from emotions right you know you just don't let them overcome you and paralyze you to where you can't move anymore mm-hmm. you know you need to to spiritually cleanse you mm-hmm. need to physically cleanse and purge right. um you know with those emotions scream if you have to cry do whatever you need to do but then don't stay there too long absolutely I myself 24 hours at a time mm-hmm that's what works for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big griever, big cry for long periods of time. You might get a good, you know, hard couple hours at the most. And then I'm like, okay, well, life goes on. Let me go. And it might hit me again. And I keep saying that, you know, you get knocked down, but it's, what do I do next? And so, you know, I just, I don't know. I'm just built like that. Mm-hmm. So I just kept moving. Yeah. And so she's like, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. And I'm like, you, you are, you and, know, and, and but that's, you're watching. yeah. And, and that's the thing you have to be able to, understand who you are and understand that if it's coming this is what i have to do and ladies and gentlemen we need to understand that when life happens because it's gonna come we don't want to do one of the three things one of the three things or even the three is the fight flight or freeze you understand because that is letting your body knowing your spirit know you cannot cope whatever it is that happens if you Fight it. And when I mean fight it, I mean negatively approach it. Okay. When you negatively approach something instead of looking at it holistically, that's not good. When you run away from it, guess what? It's still going to be there. You can't just say, I'll be back. And when I come back, this is going to be gone. No, that's not real life. Then you don't want to freeze because being inactive does not change the situation then it become then it starts to eat you up ladies and gentlemen it starts to eat you up it becomes an emotional and spiritual cancer right on to the point where it will start to connect to different things and other people see you didn't know that did you see you didn't know so you got spiritual vampires then you got spiritual cancer because you out of line listen you got these diabetes going on it's starting at your toe you understand it's starting at your toe you know it but since you don't want to do nothing about it, it's creeping on up now it's at your ankles and now it's at your shins you get yes. now what you think is gonna happen after that be cognizant yes mm-hmm. and let me tell you this ain't no medicine gonna replace good eating nope. with diabetes just because you take medication doesn't mean that you can eat whatever you want to That's right. it's still affecting your body That's that right. stuff is trying to regulate but when you overwhelm it and overwhelm it it starts losing its effectiveness you know and there's people that are stuck you, you ever seen people that are stuck like 10, 15, 25 years ago in that same situation that has become a cancer to them that they can no longer function in today's because Mm -hmm. whatever it is that they went through way back then, they hadn't dealt with it and they're still in that moment. It has literally like put them in a time warp. Well, yeah, yeah. My mama called them, my mama used to call them 
SOS. They stuck on stupid. Stuck on stupid. And what happens is the world still goes on, but they still stuck there. And then yes. this is what she say, baby, they will fight you to stay yes, there. Stay there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the truth. They will fight you to stay there because that is the one thing that they can hold on because it is they don't have to take personal accountability or responsibility mm-hmm. for their life. They want to blame everybody and everything because they didn't do this because they missed one opportunity. But if they would have kept walking, they would have saw a hundred more, right. but it was uh, that person took that one opportunity. Well, why you didn't go around? Why didn't you look for another one? Mm-hmm. There's always another door around the bush, you know, but they want to blame somebody oh, yeah. because it, it, it keeps them from having to be responsible mm-hmm. for their own life. And they walk around with this victim mentality. Oh, yeah. That's not good for the spiritual. That's not spiritual resilience at all. No. You know what I mean? Your spirit man wants to be happy. Your spirit man wants to have purpose and meaning. Your spirit man wants to be successful, wants to be a, a, a dreamer and an achiever, you know, but mentally, you know, people are stuck where they are um, just so that they don't have to be accountable for their own life. And they'll go to their graves blaming somebody else for all of their misfortunes instead of taking their own life into their own hands. Absolutely. So, you know, Absolutely. I just. No, no, I get whatever you. Whatever you said triggered that. No, but, no, no. It's, yeah. it's good. And, and hopefully, family, this is triggering something in you. Okay. This is something triggering something in you. So, listen, before we go into uh, the wrap up, Camille, I want to um, talk to our audience about a little bit about last week. Y'all, if y'all wasn't on, we talked about the mental health credit score. Okay. And where you're sitting at. All right. And how do you raise that joint on up? So um, I was doing some research and found uh, a good assessment. And this will be real quick. Okay, so if you got something to write with or something to doodle with or in your phone, you probably got your phone in your hand or it's close by you. So this is a a, a Dr. Siebert is his name. He created these questions to help you analyze where your resilience is. Okay, now from it's going to be from scale of one to five, one being strongly disagree and five strongly agree. All right. So here's the question. I'm usually optimistic. I see difficulties as temporary and expect to overcome them. Where are you at between one and five, Camille? Um, I'm always optimistic. Mm-hmm. If I'm honest, I'm about a 4.9. 4.9. That ain't a number, but that's okay. You we go round it off to five. I'm right round it up to five, but I really am. I always look to the brighter side. Okay. Well, no, that's good. That's a good sign. All right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all make sure y'all write your numbers down. Next, feelings of anger, loss, and discouragement don't last long. Mm, where are you at between one and five? There. Me personally. I think I don't know if it's about just being an Aries, but you know, I hold on to things. You see what I'm saying? I hold on. Like I'm still holding on to stuff. You know, this is becoming a part of my elbow now. I still hold on to stuff. What about you, Camille? I don't. It's you so don't? heavy that I've learned over the last few years. I, I just let it go. I don't stay angry long. I don't stay bitter long. I just I let it go. So I would say a four. There are some areas that I, I hang on to a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but oh. Overall, I think I'm about a four. Yeah, I'll, I'll say yeah. that. I'll say that. Uh, you know what? I think that comes with age, too. Y'all don't even know them, yes. them older people. They're like, look at them. They just, oh, they don't care. No, they just seen it all. They tired of arguing. Listen, I want to be that person. Like, get out of my face. You stupid, and you've been stupid. All right. Seth, I'm that person. I'm that person. you that person? In the middle of the argument, I'll be like, 
you know what? This is dumb. Yeah. How about we start over? Can we get a do-over? Hey, how are you doing? What you want to eat? <laughs> Listen, look, hey, I don't do that much. Hey, uh, what you say? Connection, click. Anyway, here's the next one. I can t- listen. I can tolerate high levels of ambiguity, ambiguity, excuse me, and uncertainty about situations. What you think about that? I think I'm about a three. I don't like ambiguity. Mm-hmm. I like to know, you know, that feeling of I don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. but I'm learning to let go of having to know what the next step is. So I'm learning. You know what? I think I'm up there pretty high because um, I, I like I like the unexpected and I like grinding. I like hustling. You get what I'm saying? So I like it. Like, okay, how's this going to work out? Forget it. We're just going to make it work. You dig? So, okay, that's good. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure y'all writing this down, okay? So next, <clears throat> uh, I adapt quickly to new uh, developments. I'm curious and ask questions. You know, I'm a questioner, so, so mm-hmm. you know, and I love new stuff, so I'm going to go with a whole five on that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, I, I can laugh a little bit, but I'm not playful. I don't know. Maybe it's just in my face. You dig? And I don't care about things. Listen, I'm. it's like this. If you tell me something, I shouldn't have to ask you any more questions. Give me what I need. You dig? Give me what I need. Cause if I have to come back, I'm coming back with an attitude. Got a problem. That's my problem. Yeah. But you know, it it is what it is. Okay. So next y'all, uh, let's see. We're going to do this one here. I learn valuable lessons from my experiences and from experiences of others. I'm pretty up there. One to five. You're about five. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. And maybe it's because of where I'm from, you know, and being from Detroit, mama said, hey, look at them. You see that? That's a crackhead. Don't do that. Got it. So here I am. Not on crack. Love it. But it's not just that, ladies and gentlemen. It's about really learning yourself and understanding how, or, you know, what moves you and what don't move you and being able to uh, to make that work. Here's another one. I'm good at solving problems. I'm good at making things work well. Oh, I'm really good at solving problems. Really? Mm-hmm. I like solving problems. You know what? I like solving problems too, but when it comes down to people, I would give myself five with that, but I can always so- solve everybody else's problem but mine. I'll be lost in the sauce, and that's a problem, so I can't give myself five, pure rod, right? I'm going to give myself a good 3.3 like you, right, making up numbers. Okay, here we go. Um, okay, I'm strong and durable, I hold up well during tough times. I bounce back good. Bounce um, back good. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm give myself a, a four. I'm gonna give myself a four. You gonna give yourself a four? Yeah, okay. because I, I I do hold up really good now. I'm working at it more mm-hmm. and more, but um, I think I have a, a better bounce back than an initial reaction. I got you. I got you. Yeah. You know, I will give myself a good one because um. I've learned to have a good sharpened cutoff game. You feel me? Soon as somebody get out like boop, I, I, I'm okay. You know what I mean? I can't I, I can't cry too long. You dig? So let, let's just go on here and keep it pushing. You feel me? Because we ain't here to worry about other things, other people's business. So last one is this. I've converted misfortune into good luck and found benefits in bad experiences. One to four. You five. Good. <laughs> all right all right all right ladies and gentlemen so 
here's the information. This is how you can tally it up to see where your mental health credit score is, okay? So if you're less than 20, you have low resilience, all right? You may have trouble uh, handling pressure or setbacks and may feel deeply hurt by any criticism, okay? All right, so that, that means that there's something that you may need to work on. Find out where to go to work on that. Next, between uh, 10 to 30, that's some resilience, right? You have uh, some uh, valuable pro-resilience skills, but also plenty of room for improvement, okay? So understand where you are and what you need to do. Next, 30 to 35, that's adequate resilience, right? You are, uh, you are a self-motivated learner who recovers well from most challenges, from most challenges. And last but not least, it's the 35 to 45. And I want you guys to understand this. Okay. Shout out to you, ma'am. So I want you guys to understand this. That means that you are highly resilient. So your credit score is up there. You bounce back well from life's setbacks and can thrive even under pressure. Here's the key. You could be a service to others who are trying to cope better with adversity. So what I mean, what this means, ladies and gentlemen, is you cannot take everything that's in your cup with you. You understand? Get rid of it. Get rid of it and pour into other individuals. Right. Learn how to fill up your cup first. Right. It like, look, look, you can't pour nothing into nothing. OK, because you ain't going to get nothing. But get your stuff situated inside of your cup so you know what's in it and then to help and pour into other individuals. That's what we're doing. What you think, Camille? Absolutely. I, um, you know, it's so important, this, this resilient skill, because now you know what you need to work towards. You know what I'm saying? And, and for me, I'm at that higher skill, which allows me to do what I do. Um, but that came with a lot of learning, a lot of experience, a lot of uh, practical skills, a lot of putting them into practice. Um, so that's why I'm able to do uh, what I'm able to do, you know, with a smile on my face, um, because I have gone through the emotions. I've experienced a lot and I've learned a lot along the way. So I'm constantly learning so that I can help others and teach them, mm-hmm. you know, how to to uh, navigate certain things. Now, I don't have it perfect and I can't navigate your life for you, but I can give you skills mm-hmm. that you can use and you can tailor to your own life situations. You know, there are some some basic principles and things like that. So, um, but yeah, so I think that's really important that we know we're able to assess and we're able to look at the areas where we're lacking and then uh, use these tools or sharpen our tools, enhance, you know, what we have in order to build on that so that we're at that upper scale. So. Absolutely. And so look, ladies and gentlemen, before I give it to uh, Camille for a nice wrap up, this is what I want to say. You're here at the Sanity Check, one of the best places to be in the world. However, understand when you need counseling. Yes. Understand when you need a therapist. You, you, you get what I'm saying? understand that this world is so jacked up right now it's like i said before mental health is the new wealth right on so it's expected for you to get the help that you need if not get a coach in specific things in your life but connect with individuals that can help 
navigate you through these storms before you run into something and other people you dig because again having that spiritual cancer can be contagious and you don't want whatever's eating you up to eat up your family and your friends and and in other situations right on so utilize this that we're talking about and understanding where your mental health credit score is realize when you need to get some help it's okay as a matter of fact i will even go with you if it's on zoom we can click in together and i'll be there like show you right show you right and clap with you you understand but let's do this together family seriously let's do this together go ahead come in what you got yes Adriana. yes the coaches yes the spiritual advisors Mm -hmm. yes the counselors yes the therapy Mm -hmm. um all of that has gotten me through okay and i'm not ashamed to say it i'm not ashamed to you know this is my experience but that's why i'm who i am today so i would say yes to all of that and if it's something you know you got to really 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 um understand your friends limits and what they can advise you on um, what can be damaging and what's not and when you need to take it up a notch and go get that help. And then let me just say this too, because a lot of people say, you know, I don't have money to get counselors and therapy. There are so many free services out there. All you have to do is Google search. They have hotlines where you can talk to a live counselor person, you know, um, all the time. There's so many resources, whatever it is that you're going through. If you just type that in a uh, hotline for whatever it is, almost guarantee you, you will find a number that will cost you nothing but your time and your energy. So don't let the thought or the idea that counseling is expensive stop you from going to get help, okay, when you know that you need it. So I just want to uh, caveat that as well before we do you know, the wrap-up. I think we have a little time, but mm-hmm. make sure you know the limits of your friends and you know when to move on to the next level. Mm-hmm. And then prioritize, because sometimes we have to put down, you know, a, 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 or not go on a trip or put down a, a bottle or not go shopping or whatever. Take that money and use it to strengthen the inner man, to strengthen, you know, your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, your social connections. Um, take your friend out to coffee, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And just talk release some of that so um we prioritize what's important to us make mental health spiritual help important to you and ladies and gentlemen this is the number 1-800-273-TALK that's 24 7 okay 24 7 give them a call it's okay give them a call it's all right it's zero judgment but if you need help listen if you got that smoke alarm going off that detector going off beep 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 listen it's not gonna shut up all right it's not gonna shut up so no matter how long you avoid it go and talk to somebody and see how to get that battery changed right on because there's some individuals that will let that thing beep just because they can't hold on just because they can't reach it do you see what i'm saying how about you contact somebody that can reach it Silly. Hey. Do something. Grab whoever. Watch this. Grab whoever. Help them to help you change it. Call somebody to help you change it. You dig? Because other than that, you're sitting there trying to lose calories, running off at the jibs, and not doing nothing about it, but complaining. See? (laughs) See, Absolutely. somebody like yeah. Seth is going to give you a number, say, have at it. 
You understand? Yeah. Don't get on my couch because you're yeah. not serious about it. That's all. So, ladies and yes. gentlemen, make sure you take care of of that beep in the background because I hear it. You dig? Yep. <laughs> and let me say to Ardrina too. I was that's part of the wrap up, but um, mm-hmm. events, retreats, conferences. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people say they can't do stuff. So. They offer scholarships. She's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. If you call, I know my mom called a, 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 some program and they wanted some ridiculous amounts of tens of thousands of dollars for this and she said hey I ain't got the money y'all got some sort of scholarships or something and uh, they let her do a program you know but we have not because we ask not you know if it's that important to you you will find a way you know what I mean but spiritual retreats and let me just talk about this a little bit um, Seth spiritual retreats and conferences are so important because one thing it does is it takes you out of your element right it takes you out of all of the woes of whatever i know during covid right now a lot of times it's, it's zoom but mentally it'll take you away from that right you're around people who have been through what you're going through who are, so you know you're not alone and you you engage in a community of people that can help you that have shared experiences lived experiences and that can give you roadmaps to a better life and sometimes we just need to cut off all the noise in the background. We need to step away from our families, our friends, our jobs, everything, and just retreat and just recharge, reset our lives. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there are several of them out there. If you're military and you have any sort of disabilities and stuff, the Wounded Warrior programs or there are different um, uh, week-long uh, retreats and things that they do for veterans that are free of cost except for travel um, that you can uh, tap into. They're year-round. Um, there's stuff for, for single parents. There's stuff especially on... Um, on the bases, but also in the communities, uh, women's groups, uh, shelters, things like that. There are so many places that put on these events for you that you can go to for absolutely free. I say that the best of the best, y'all, hotels on uh, went to these trips that cost me nothing for me and my family. Um, even they had a single parent thing one time at our, our place where I got to take my two daughters and we spent three days at Universal. Our hotel was paid for, our park tickets and everything was paid for. We had food. We also had uh, little group sessions that we went to. And then it was like free for all after that. And all I paid for was the gas that got me from Georgia to Florida. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then they even provided a bus. I just like my own transportation, so I chose to drove, mm-hmm. drive. But they even provided a bus. Right. So there's so many things out there. You just have to look. You're absolutely and right. If it has a cost, always, always, always ask on the back end if they have a scholarship or a grant for that particular program. Mm-hmm. Because nine times out of ten, they do. That's right. And and ladies and gentlemen, don't be afraid to take a not look look, you've probably heard a vacation before, you know, going somewhere with your boo-boo kitty. But sometimes you need to go somewhere by your dang self, right? How about you have a staycation? Look and see where you are right now and visit places and or to grab a certain level of solitude. It's okay. You don't have to be around everybody to recharge, to get your mental and your spiritual resilience back up. And you don't have to travel far. So even if you don't feel inclined to get that type of help to go across the state or whatever, you might just need to go 5, 15, 20 minutes away, get a room and chill. Hey, get get a little smell good candle 
and listen to some some smooth jazz and do whatever you have to do, but to reconnect and ground yourself. You, you get what I Nature mean? Nature walks. Yeah, even that. Used to, yeah, we used to walk, and that was when I felt the most connected, and I got ideas, and I thought about things, cleared my head. It was just on those long walks that I used to take, and I felt grounded. I felt reconnected. I felt energized just by doing that. You know, me and my family will find these little uh, places all around where we live that we, you know, within an hour drive or two hours or something like that. And we'll go hang out little Grand Canyon here in Georgia. We'll go hang out and just see all the sights and go walking around, find a little uh, restaurant off the beaten path and just spend time together reconnecting away from all the worries all the worries and all the woes of the world. Mm-hmm. And um, then we come back and they're just like, you know, so it could be something like that, doing something that you love, dancing. Yeah, I was about to say swimming, mm-hmm. going to the beach and just sitting there, whatever it is that, you know, helps you to recharge, reconnect, um, to strengthen yourself spiritually. Um, do that and yes. do more of it. Yes. <laughs> do it often. So. Mm-hmm. You have to. And ladies and gentlemen, again, we do want to thank you all and for being on. Hopefully you're sharing this. Hopefully you're sharing this and you're spreading this information. But ultimately, this is for you. Right. This is a level of accountability that we need to take for ourselves. And it is so, so important. Do not put the burden on other people to get you to where you know you need to be. Does that make sense? It's not everybody. It's not anybody's responsibility to get you where you need to be. You understand? You, 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 you have to take accountability for a, first of all, where you're at. See, you, first of all, you got to see where you're at because some folks look, look, you don't think you're going crazy, but you're there. Look, you're right on the edge. So understand where you are and then take a step back. You cannot hold someone else accountable to do something that you need to do for yourself. You understand? So if it's your spiritual resilience, it's your spiritual responsibility. You dig? Absolutely. That is absolutely good. And then one more thing, um, Seth, I think we have a minute, but practicing gratitude, you know, looking for the good. Like I said, talking about earlier with my dad, appreciating all the things that you do have and not focusing so much on what you don't have. That is a great way to build spiritual resilience. Um, Also with that, when you talk about what you're grateful, a lot of people say, I'm just grateful to be alive. Well, why does that mean something to you? Go and take it a step further. You know what I mean? Why is that meaningful for you? Um, And then if there's anybody, again, like I said before, who contributed to your gratefulness, your thankfulness, your happiness, um, recognize them. You don't necessarily have to go tell them, but say, hey, you know, there are so many people who have poured into me, who have helped me to fill my cup, you know, and, and maybe I do owe them a thanks. You know, that not only strengthens your spiritual resilience, but it also imparts a little bit back into them you know, to know that they're appreciated. So gratitude is huge when it comes to, that's like one of the, the biggest things you can do to build spiritual resilience is to practice gratitude. Gratitude journals, of just every day, three things that you're thankful for, or once a week or whatever is comfortable for you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But just looking at all of the blessings that you have, knowing that they're blessings, nothing is promised to us, um, can really shift your perspective 
and really fill up your cup. You're right. Say, you know what? My cup isn't really empty. Oh, no. You know, I was trying to look at it and I thought it was empty. But when I just peel back the layers of the little things, my cup is overflowing. Overflowing. You know, so. That's right. And it's about that perspective. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, too, I do want to make sure I touch on this a little bit. Right. And it's OK. It's, it's not going to hurt when we're talking about practicing gratitude and understanding that those individuals that poured into us that they may not be around anymore and we're practicing gratitude understand ladies and gentlemen those individuals as far as relatives are our ancestors oh so what i'm saying is it's okay to get to pay homage to your ancestors you dig it's yes. nothing wrong. It's nothing weird about doing that. Okay. It's okay. And listen, you don't have to go so far back. You can go a couple of years ago, a couple of, a couple of uh, generations or maybe one generation. You say, you know what? I'm so glad for my mother. She's now my ancestor. You understand? I'm so glad. Even my grandmother, even though she is not past, that's still an ancestor. You see? Even being happy that I am related to Emmett Till. I have to be happy and give homage to, wow. You get what I mean? Hopefully, I'm doing something that is representing them. Or the individuals that's closer in time lineage that I know, hopefully I'm doing something to make them proud because they trust and they saw something in me. Watch out. They saw something in me when I didn't. Yeah. So now that I'm older, let me start. Put, let, hey, let me put on them pants that my granddaddy said I can fit. Now I can I can wear them joints. You dig? I'm going to wear them right. I ain't going to sag in them, but I'm going to wear them. You get what I mean? So you, you want to make sure that you do what you have to do. You wear the clothes that they see you in the right way, right? You conduct yourself the way that they see you the right way. That's a way of practicing gratitude. Understand, it, it can be a little weird for, for individuals that, that, that don't like to mix the words together, but it's okay. And you probably do it, but call it something else. And that's all right, too. But what you think, Camille? I was about to say, whatever you call it, you know, it is what it is. You're still paying honor or, you know, giving honor to those who have given something to you, who have passed down. You want them to be proud of the things that you've accomplished, the things that you've done. You know what I mean? And when you said that too, uh, Marvin Sapp came to mind. You know, he saw the best in me. You know, when everyone else around me could only see the worst in me. But it's that person that saw something in you that tried to, you know, take you by your little shirt collar, your coattail, whatever, and say, hey. You're better than that. Yeah. Pull up your pants. Do something. You know, and am I doing something to honor that? To to live a life that they would be proud of. You know, my grandmother, she is about four foot something, but she was about the biggest thing you run into. Mm -hmm. Her presence was just amazing. She was a very strong and feisty and, you know, groundbreaking woman, you know, pint size. But boy, let me tell you. People knew who she was. Mm -hmm. Her heart was as big as gold. And I think about that, you know, our, our talks and stuff, you know, and oftentimes I look up and I'd be like, Grandma, I hope I'm making you proud. <laughs> you know, because we had those talks and she went with me through the fire and through some things like that. And I always, you know, I take that back to her and I'm like, you know, Grandma, I just hope I make you proud. Mm -hmm. You know, that I'm living a life that, you know, 
It's kind of emotional. I see, don't know see, you know why? Because you're sensitive. Listen, but it's okay. It's all right to be sensitive. It's all right. Go ahead. Cry a little bit if you need to. Ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are still on watching, how about you type a name? Who do you want to give thanks to, right? Who? If they're still around, right on. Give them a shout out. Even if they're not anymore, who is it that you want to give or pay homage to, right? And, and that's not a problem. It's okay to do it because sometimes we need that. Do you know that helps with your spiritual resilience? Oh, my goodness. Like, just being able to go back and say, yo, I can now understand this because everything makes sense. It's almost like watching... The movie mm -hmm. Color Purple as an adult. Wow. Yes. Yo, yes. do you know totally that different. movie? Woo! Shouldn't have watched it when I was little. I saw some things that was a little funny. But then I get older. I'm like, that movie is mind-blowing. You dig? Yeah. But the thing is, is that we have individuals in our family that has been dropping things into us knowing that we wasn't going to get at that time, but they knew we were ready for it. We would be ready for it. And then here's something else. Going back to the cup, what's in your cup? Your cup is thick enough. Your cup is sturdy enough to take that. So even if you think that was something that you didn't need, there's individuals that have a higher level of consciousness that know, no, you'll be all right. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Or when they grab you by the collar and say, hey, look at a little funny looking boy. I need you to get it, get together because they see something in you, but they know that you're built for it. Yes. Yep. That was my grandma. You know, mm -hmm. the first one writing the first book I wrote again, her and my mother seeing that thing in me. She's telling my mom, she'll be all right. My mom didn't want me to come in the military. She'll be all right. So my grandmother signed for me. She had custody at the time, so she did it legally. But, you know, she was like, um, she'll be all right. Let her live her life. You know, and my grandma would always tell me how proud she was. And she was watching from a distance. She would have just celebrated her 97th birthday on the 29th of February. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, but she, you know, she, she was that person, you mm -hmm. know, and no matter what I was doing, no matter how hard my head was, no matter, you know, how crazy I drove her, my grandma was always there. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -mm, nope, I see something else. And right. eventually, you know, sometimes I wish she was here to see it, mm -hmm. but you know, it was because of her also that uh, I am who I am. That's right. Know? So That's right. Yeah. And, and and then, ladies and gentlemen, too, we need to recognize that it's okay to celebrate. Yeah. Okay? It it's okay it to celebrate, to celebrate those things, those times. So listen, we put, man put limitations on time. Man created time, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. There is a process. Don't get me wrong. There is a process it's a um, chronological, if you will, it's things, it's a cause and effect. But the thing is, is when things happen, good or bad, it's still a reason to celebrate it. Because if you are, first of all, if you're still here right now, even if you logged off or whatever, if you are here right now and you're connected with us on the sanity check, do you know you are blessed? Yes. You dig? The world is crazy as a Betsy bug, even with COVID, and you're still being able to wake up and connect and to pour into yourself and others. We're able to do that. So that's something to celebrate. You have to be able to celebrate these things, no matter how it looks. Understand that what this too shall pass, just like it always have. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? This too shall pass because it have already. But every time you wake up, every time you wake up, you have to understand that that's an opportunity for you to do what? Love harder, laugh harder, cry harder. You dig? Whatever it is that you want to do, 1%. All you got to do is go 1% harder and 1% one, 1 further because yeah. you're meant to. Other than that, you're not doing yourself, your spiritual self, any justice. You, and you're wasting time. You dig? Hey, you're just alive, but you ain't living. Yes, we have gone through and got over 100% of our bad days. You know, what makes today any different? I say that, you know, every single day, no matter what I'm going through, I know that it'll be better. It'll, I'll get over it. You know what I mean? Um, I was saying uh, my surgeries, I felt like the last one was the worst one I ever had until I had this one. It's the worst I ever had. And I was like sitting, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And then I was like, what makes this any different than any other surgery? And watch I this. I got over those two. Hold you on, know, wait, Camille, <laughs> listen. And then not just that, maybe I need to remind you, how many kids you got? Well, I have two biological children. So, 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 so listen, what I'm saying is how can anything, any, and this is just in my mind, how can anything be worse than that? two times? And you talking yeah, about. And natural. And, and natural. Oh, Lord. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. No, no. And then you said, oh, I can't take this. Do you know what you did twice? I don't even remember that pain. <laughs> I ain't lying. It's like. I, I can speak because I, I've, I've said it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like the feelings that it invoked are gone. It's so crazy, you know? It, I don't know if it's the fact that I'm like, oh my God, I brought this baby and then it just erases all the pain or I don't know that it was that bad. <laughs> I ain't really sure. I don't know. I know at the time I remember thinking, but you know, I wasn't a screamer. I was one of them that I'm real quiet and everything when I'm in pain. Um, I know it hurt, but I can't recall that pain you know and I, i've gotten through it and then i've gotten through the last one and the next one and the next one listen I'm, so, I'm gonna recall it for you okay you pushed a life a body okay you you you, you did that all right and then watch this it, it was a process it was almost a year long okay <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like ah and look at this see see those endorphins kick in look whatever it is and here it is now you walk around ah my neck hurt do you know what you did two times down there you understand what I'm saying in my mind in my small feeble mind all oh, that should be messed up forever you understand so understand how beautiful it is to celebrate life and the things that we go through and yes this too is something that we can go through you understand? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I can't believe. You know what? You should be able to get hit by a car and walk up and get up and be okay after that. In my mind. All right. Since I can't have children, but I can only after watching it two times. Lord, no, no, no. You know what? Big up to all the moms out there. Hey, yes. Look. All you mothers out there, especially the ones that did it natural, <laughs> why? You understand? But, hey, shout out to y'all. Shout out to you. Goodness gracious. And I'm sure at the time it was probably the worst pain I had ever, you know, I, I don't know. Uh -huh. But um, I remember my surgeries more vividly than I do the, the pain of choppers. 
So it's, it's kind of weird. I don't know. But a lot of mothers will understand that because um, we talk about it. I remember the pain like I can like in third person, but the actual feel of it is hard to really kind of even as your body is stretching and doing all these things that it does. And then the act of having birth, it just is it's different. Yes, and here I am <laughs> crying different. about getting wisdom to you taking out. You understand it? it I, so listen, I'm straight. You dig? I am too straight. You go on ahead. It's the and, gratitude uh, that I practice. You know that spiritual resilience that got me over that. Yeah, so I don't remember it. Yeah, I can dig it. Hey, look, whatever's clever and whatever you got to do. And ladies and gentlemen, that's another thing too. Whatever it is that you have to do for you, it's okay. It is all right because it's necessary. You you need this, right? You need to be able to wake up every morning with a purpose, but understand where your energy, your spiritual energy comes from, regardless of where it comes from. If it's helping you to be a better person, a better mother, father, brother, son, whatever the case it is, go that way, go to it. And then if somebody try to detract you from it or deter you from it, tell them to go the other way. You understand? Because that's not where you want to be. You trying to be here. So take accountability. Hopefully you guys are understanding this. Take accountability for the things that you're pouring in your cup because you have individuals that have already poured in your cup. Now you have to continue to do that thing and know what's good for you. If it's something that you don't like, I don't care what it is. If it's food, if it's uh, people, if it's anything, if it's something you don't like, be okay with not liking it. Hey, be okay. Don't like, ah, I guess I'm doing, I don't want them to think this. Stop yourself. Like we always say, people, you can't stop nobody from thinking nothing. So find out what you need for you and do that and make someone else's life better. What you got, Camille? I'm just to let you wrap it up with that. I just want to say thank y'all for joining us again. Spiritual resilience is connected to everything around you, <laughs> you know, so take the time to do what you have to do for yourself because mm -hmm. uh, nobody can fill your cup like you can. Right. Um, so I'm going to leave you with that, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> right and thank on. you all again. I love having you guys on here. Oh, yeah. I appreciate everybody's support. Yes, yes, yes. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, make sure you go to the Roku or Amazon Fire TV and download Lions Pride Network. Here, as a matter of fact, let's do this just in case y'all forget. All right. Make sure y'all go and do that today. Do it today. Yes. And it's free. Listen, we ain't even asking for no money. All right. It's free. What's going on, Pink? So look, make sure y'all go in there and catch up. See what we've been talking about and watch the the trajectory and, 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 and how we've been able to grow from not just the sanity check, the lion's den, and the other content creators that's on there. Okay. But we're going to wrap it up and we want you guys to stay sane, stay happy stay spiritually connected and we shall see you soon right on right, right on, on. <laughs>